um, he was like looking for somebody to like help him get it off the ground. Right, right. These years later, now he's receiving an Oscar. He was like, I have an Oscar winning idea. Mm-hmm. I need somebody's help. Manifestation. Exactly. The audacity. Is this well, recording? It's recording. Oh now. my god. <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, it is black history. Yeah, yeah. The black essence goes to the audacity. <laughs> What's going on? What's man? up? How are you, bro? Pleasure to see you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be seen. Is it? Because I almost, I almost didn't make it. Didn't make what? Make it over here? Make it t- in life. What do you mean, bro? I just got out of the hospital. What? Well, wait, you was visiting somewhere? Someone had a baby? No, I was in the hospital, like in the ER. Emergency? Whoa, that's like expensive. Yes. <laughs> what's wrong? You know what's more expensive? A funeral. So I definitely made sure that I didn't have yeah, to have one of those. You gotta do that. <laughs> Yo, yeah, like so Saturday, like I was like feeling I started to feel really bad. I thought I had like some food poison. I was like, I had hella diarrhea, stomach pains. And yeah, by Tuesday that shit had not gone away. And I was like, yo, something, something's wrong. Damn. And so um, yeah, I was like, I definitely need to see a doctor. And my doctor was like, um, actually you need to go to the ER because um that's way too long to have diarrhea. Damn. Like, it could be your gallbladder. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm, Gallbladder, that's like a whole thing. Right, I was like, I'm not ready to have surgery that's today. That's like a part of your actual body that they actually got to check up on. I was like, don't I need that? I don't know shit. I didn't take anatomy. I still don't know what the gallbladder does. It it can make a nigga sick. <laughs> Let me tell you what it can. That's one thing it can do. Damn. Um, luckily for me, it was my gallbladder. But it's crazy. So, went to the ER. They're running tests. I still have to follow up with, like, a GI specialist. But I have a new fear. What's that? My first primary fear typically is losing like a front tooth. Like that's my number one fear. Mm-hmm. Like biting into something and your tooth just like staying with that thing. Oh, okay. Terrifying. So um, nothing is scarier than walking to an ER and seeing uh, coronavirus. Have you been Man. this, that, and it's like a bunch of sick people with masks and shit. I was like this. Oh, I'm just going to have to deal with these stomach pains bro, and this diarrhea. Day, like 31,000 people, bro. Bruh. 31,000. Coronisha, she's out here. She's running rampant. So yeah, that's my newfound fear. I ain't, I ain't drank beer since. Don't do it. I so I was in the ear and I was like, do you want to keep shitting? Or <laughs> like, I was like, cause I don't know. I had to make a decision. So luckily I got in there, got out. I didn't see nobody that was like, yeah, I've been to China. Cause I would have had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was, it was okay. rough. Damn. Yeah. But you made it. I did. You made it here. Yeah. You made it here today. Thank you. If y'all not appreciating this man <laughs> after being on, on his deathbed. <laughs> Coming out of the, the ER, he still got his scrubs on. Y'all don't even see it. Got a got a hospital gown over here. Just back out. Dragging my IV behind me. <laughs> Y'all hear something sloshing around. That's my cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was crazy. Okay. What yeah. else happened uh, well, in, in, in your time? Before all that went down, I got to see Luke James Friday. Oh, okay. Is that related to the... Um... Never mind, just go ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, I could have got something from that concert. I wish I would have got something from Luke James. Um, he was amazing. Uh, I don't know if you've never seen him. He's a great performer. I seen him one time a couple years ago. It was uh, it was super dope. He had his live. Did he have his live band there? No, it was just him. Oh, just him. What just, do you mean? Just him. Wow. He came out. It was just a mic. He had like these cool lights and some fog. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know you really got to be able to sing when you. He didn't have no band. Mm-hmm. It was just him in the tracks. Okay. And he was singing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Brave. <laughs> Bold move, Luke. Because your boy. Respect. I would have been out there. Everybody, hey, <laughs> listen to this other person solo for a minute. Because, uh, yeah, I need a break. They're like, he's definitely a studio voice. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it was amazing. It, the only downside was, like, um, it was at the Masquerade. I'd never been there before. Oh, the new one? They moved it, right? Yeah, the new one. Okay. So, we was there, and um, we went upstairs, and they have a balcony. Because you can really see everything from the balcony. And um, me and my friends, we were saving a spot. One of my homegirls went to the bathroom, and this couple walked up, and the couple was like, you know, do you, the girl was like, do you mind if we squeeze it right here? I said, we can't squeeze it nowhere. I'm like, it was you. Like her and her boyfriend? Her and her man. And I was like, no, both y'all can't fit here. What, they, what, what, what they thought you was there for? I don't know. Like, you're not trying to see the same like, damn concert they had ever seen? Niggas love to come late and then be like, can I, can I? You, do you mind if I just get can, in front of you, I, even though you've been here the whole time? Right. Just waiting? I mean... And luckily, I'm nice. So I was like, you can squeeze in here. He can stand behind you. 
And um, I've been that dude a couple times where my girl just like bring me up there and like I'm like oh, sorry guys it's it's not me it's her you know it's but isn't you know and he was definitely like I don't want no problems because I was like nigga don't try to squeeze in here yeah yeah because it's don't gonna be, be a problem. aggressive when you come up here and have you ever done something like really nice and then regretted it immediately I don't think so <laughs> yeah that, that's what the fuck happened to me so I did the nice thing and then I'm sitting there and I'm like what is that smell. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, and every time she moved, I could this the whiff mm-hmm. came in. And other people were kind of like, "What does that smell?" She smelled like Candler Road and dill pickles. Okay, it was disgusting. Okay, and I couldn't see her man, but he was talking like real nerdy. She had a really like nerdy voice, and I was like, "Okay, y'all probably like what, what a nerd some nerd." Talk like? He was like, "Um, yeah, you know, I have a meeting. <laughs> um, I have some other stuff." You know, have had allergies, man. He was not sneezing. It was his voice, <laughs> and so I was like, "Okay, well, you know, maybe he liked that she smelled like a Kim Lab. Like maybe that's what it is." And then when we were leaving, it turns out my roommate went to Georgia Tech with this nigga. Oh shit! So like they speak, and I'm like, and then he steps into the light, and he is fine. Okay, I was like, oh my god. I was like, sir, you don't have to put up with this. I, like, I'll fuck you. Like, you don't have to put up with her. Like, funky Candle Road girl, right. like, deal pickles. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I was like, that is just so crazy because I there's no way she didn't know she smelled bad. And he was sitting up there like, I, this is mine. This, this is me. This is a week before Valentine's Day. Let me tell you. Y'all out, out here smelling. Right. At the very least, that's what we should have did, included a, a Valentine's Day situation. They, they should listen to one of our old Valentine's Day episodes. Check and, it out. Uh, just see what we said about that then. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, he was definitely like, ladies, fuck what you heard. I don't know nothing now. If you can smell like that and get a man that fine and then nigga went to Georgia Tech. You know what, ladies? Yeah. The the, the rules are off. I mean, uh, people have been, like, flourishing in relationships off of people not knowing their beauty and having low self-esteem. So, you know. Yeah. it's Everybody's got a shot. He definitely didn't know what he looked like. Cause shoot I, I was shoot like, your sorry. shot, people. Shoot your shot. Preferably in a shower. You could, well... <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I mean, if you're there, when you already this, this is going. Uh, they're not here for any of this. Oh, oh wait, I guess I gotta do my yeah, recap. What, what's going on with you? Uh, thank you for asking. It's, yes. um What is going on with me? Um, oh, I went to like an open mic situation. Okay. It was like they had like like erotic poetry and Ooh. like oh, so it was in a loft actually. Okay. And like I was I was like lost for a second cuz I was trying to find it. I was like is this it? But it was like just a loft like hidden. It was hidden. Like I saw cars and like a building. I'm like I think it's here but there's no like sign. <laughs> you was like I could get kidnapped. <laughs> I could get kidnapped like <laughs> I wouldn't be the dumbass to like fall for this. I'm like y'all saying Jamie? I was like no nah, man, he got kidnapped in the sex slavery uh <laughs> Trying to go to an open mic well, night. On one of his solo adventures. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. Out here just not telling nobody nothing. That's why you need a wingman sometimes. I'm going I'm to I'm just go and check it out. <laughs> nah, I ain't telling nobody. No, but uh, but it was dope. I uh, Once I finally got there, I um, but uh, it was dope. Met like uh, another comedian that was there. Okay. Linked with him. Uh, a lot of just good vibes and like just great people. The music was straight. Um, I walked in and started doing like a, a lap dance contest at some point. Wow. Bro. I like, was like, what have I? I discovered? <laughs> when I first walked in, mind you, I said it's at a loft. They had a dude outside of the door, and he had, like, one of those metal detectors, and um, which was cool. And then, but right next to him was, like, a edibles table. And I was like, wait, so you, so what are we? Are you, are you letting, are is, we good? Is this part not illegal? This, right, which part is on the inside? What are you searching for? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, but that was cool. Um, That's what's up. That sounds fun. Um, what else? Oh, uh, what was that? I think that was like, that was last week. Oh, then I went to church later after that. Um, Praise the Lord. Yeah, well. How was know, that? Church? It was cool. Okay. Started talking about uh, me being salt. So that was kind of lit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, the word salary? Yes. Comes from salt. Salt. Like. Salt, bro. Like table salt? Table salt. Solarium. You know, back in the day, they used to use salt as currency. Did not know that. Didn't either. I'm telling with the church. I would have been fucked up. I don't what? like salt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> broke boy. They'd be like, they'd be like, they'd be like hey, you got some salt? I'd be like, no. I don't, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really like it. I don't use a lot of it. That is hilarious. I would have been fucked up. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, what's your salary? Don't have one. <laughs> High blood pressure. <laughs> Uh, hey, but, you know, they're not here for any of that stuff. Okay. What they are here for is this Audacity Podcast. Yes. So I think we might as well go ahead and get started. Let's do it. Um. What's first? 
You know it was first. I think we all know it's first. Okay. We've been talking about this Gail King situation. Uh, it's on the what's the opposite of Eve? The belated. We're on the belated of Kobe's mm-hmm. passing. Kobe yeah. Bryant, rest in peace. Rest mm-hmm. in, um, him and all the victims of that helicopter mm-hmm. accident. They had his funeral a couple of days ago, or like two days ago. I told you it wasn't going to happen like mm-hmm. a public thing. Mm-hmm. It was like real. You were right. Real like, nah, we just don't keep this mm-hmm. to uh. You were right. To and, themselves. and I think that's probably the best too, especially because his child passed too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a whole. That's a that's a whole nother yeah, layer. You don't want it like yeah. too many variables that you can't control. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, makes sense. Um. But with all that being said, um, the infamous Gail King, uh, <laughs> she had a an interview with Lisa Leslie, mm-hmm. um, a good friend of Kobe's, mm-hmm. and um, in which she talked to him about. Oh, she talked to her. Sorry, she talked to Leslie. Uh, Shade. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get canceled you, before I even get a pilot. The bro. WNBA gonna be like, hey, nigga. <laughs> Uh, no, so she was talking, Gail was talking to Lisa and she asked her about, um, basically about his, uh, uh, court case, um, from back in the day, uh, in which he was, um, I think the case was dropped back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so anyway, her, like, there was a lot of outpour from it. Um, Snoop Dogg had a, a, a huge post, had a couple different instances where he's talking and um, negatively about Gail King, him mm-hmm. and a bunch of you know upset people that mm-hmm. are mad that they she brought up um, the case. Uh, what are your thoughts about it? Well, you, it's, think, you it's, think it was a fair game for her to bring up? Um, fair. It's funny because someone else just asked me this, and this is this is honestly what I believe. I think she was doing her job. I think like if you work for a media outlet, like the media today, this is what they are. Um, I feel like now whether that's right or wrong, we we can talk about that. But as far as do I feel like she was doing her job? Yes. Well, um, was was what? Was, way, what she, huh? How was that? I mean, yes, she was doing her job to your point. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see that that question was a part of her job. It, I don't see it as a requirement of her job. No, and I I agree. Okay. I just feel like you know everyone like. Lots of people have been talking about this. It's not just Gil King. Right. I think people are upset because, like, you're a black woman. And I think anytime, like, things like this come from people in your own community, um, that kind of rhetoric is, like, doubly painful. I feel like a lot of people think that Gil King and Oprah have had it out for, like, black men. And so a lot of black men feel some kind of way. Which, you know, I can kind of see, like, everyone's point of view. But to, to how I feel about it, do I feel like she should have asked the question? No. Do I feel like she was doing her job? Yes, this is her job. Do But I feel like, just like how people don't agree that she should have asked the question, Snoop Dogg, I don't agree that you should have talked to her in the way you talked to her. However, you can express like your frustrations or criticism, because I get it. People right. are emotional. Like thing When you're emotional, you say things. But right. I personally just don't feel like men should talk to women yeah. certain kinds of ways. And like calling her like, a, a dog-headed bitch, mm-hmm. and then saying, like, you know, if you don't stop, we're going to come for you. Uh... Yeah, I mean, because especially, like, when you're a person like of Snoop's, uh, sorry, Snoop's stature, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of, a lot of niggas listen to Snoop. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Uncle Snoop, what they call him. Right. right. So, I think he could, you can voice your disagreement with, mm-hmm. um, like, like what she did in her interview, mm-hmm. um, and even Gail King said uh, Gail King and Oprah had mentioned how it was a small snippet of mm-hmm. the entire interview, mm-hmm. but it is still a part of the overall um, um, like conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but um, but I think Snoop and a lot of men, a lot of people are grieving. And mm-hmm. to your point that you just said, you know, you know, sometimes you get emotional in yep. those situations. Um, I guess it, it is kind of hard for people to like maneuver those kind of conversations mm-hmm. when you know they are coming from like a place of hurt and grief. Yeah, yeah, it's and, hard. And it's hard to self manage when you're like super emotional, right? Um, but at the same time, like there is like you don't have to disrespect women because mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. Not just Gail. Mm-hmm. He's just talking about Gail, but in him just talking about her, he's reminding women that a lot of mm-hmm. men like talk to women mm-hmm. that way. And and I think this is my biggest takeaway. So like 
you want to say like, yes, like she shouldn't be talking about Kobe. Like that was like dropped and like it, it, like he was like found not guilty and it's disrespectful. That was way before he even had kids. I agree with all of that. But if you're going to stand up for his legacy, Kobe was what? A girl dad. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the biggest thing. He had four, you know, he has four daughters. Like he had a, had a wife. Oh, you mean Gail's King's questioning? No, no, no. I'm talking about like Snoop. So for you to be disrespecting women and then like doing it in the name of Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant was a oh. advocate for women, women in right. sports, his daughters. And right, I don't right. think like men calling women like dog headed bitches or threatening them or like posturing, like very threatening. Gail got to like travel with security now to, to your point, because niggas listen to him and niggas have been like sending right. her death threats. Right. And I just got to feel like that part of it is out of hand. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, I think it was. For for the like outside of Snoop, just in the in the interviews context, uh, I think it was kind of real, like sketchy mm-hmm. for Gail to bring it bring that up mm-hmm. to Lisa, who is like like people forget that celebrities are people, and mm-hmm. I think journalists mm-hmm. and the media forgets that people are people. Um, you know, we talked about this even when you know athletes win or lose a big event, mm-hmm. and then they have thirty seconds to give a whole um, interview about how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like Lisa Leslie is on that couch, and you can see like, oh, she is like in a, you know, just a grieving place. Mm-hmm. And to take her there, I think some of the um, backlash came from us witnessing like, yo, like Lisa Leslie, you're making, you're putting her in this position, in a, in a position to yes. like. Like, what is Lisa Leslie supposed to say mm-hmm. to that? Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, he he shouldn't have did that and, you know, start oh, yeah. dogging. It's, it's definitely like, going to tarnish his legacy. Like, it's an impossible like, like what kind situation. Of, like, mm-hmm. And to my, like, in my thoughts, if you don't ask, if you don't bring that up, are you, like, I'm not saying, like, hide it or anything, but if you just don't even, like, abro- like broach that mm-hmm. topic of his life, because he's had, like, a, a lot of stuff going on in his mm-hmm. life. We saw like all the stuff that's you know been in on social media and how many people came out, how many people mm-hmm. he's affected. Um, new players, like young players, LeBron James, Hall of, Hall of Fame players, um, and yet like I don't know. People want to focus on the negative because it's it's good for media, it's good for their business. He couldn't it's have good been perfect, right, 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 right. Um, like people, yeah, they want to drag him through the mud. And I do think it's fair to criticize what she did, and I think and it's, what she does, and what she does, and I definitely think it's fair for like. People to be like, you know, criticizing people in your own community, especially like because they were talking about Gail and Oprah and how like, you know, they haven't talked about Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein. Right. They haven't talked about a lot of the white men that right. have like even, have have like current mm-hmm. like investigations going on, current allegations, yeah. not past. Even current. ones that they like that uh, she's worked with at a uh, what she had. Oh yeah, M- Matt Lauer. Yeah, 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 Matt, yeah, 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 yeah. So he was he was um. Yep. Like, he's a part of her mm-hmm. whole show and no words. Yeah. I understand there's, like, maybe some professionalism yeah, where you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. But still, like, um, with the Harvey Weinstein thing, still, mm-hmm. I mean. It's, it's not a good look. Um, yeah, so. It's not a good look for either one of them. And I definitely think the criticism is fair. I just would caution people, like, when you're angry about something, take a step back. And then, like, think about what you want to say. And then you can say how you feel. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, threatening people, like, I'm going to kill you or, um, you know, like, calling people out, like, out their names. Just me, personally, like, I try to, like, not, mm-hmm. like, do that because I don't think that's cool because it's not helping. Yeah. Um, and people are not going to hear your message when you're calling them out their names. Right, right. Like, that's not going to make me be like, yeah, you know what? I should change. Your, like, the hopeful <laughs> outcome is least likely to happen yes. when you're nasty about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So, yeah. But, but, yeah, I agree. But, you know. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Do you think Oprah was kind of like trying to come to the save, uh, like to the saving of Gail? Because I saw like a like an interview with her, mm-hmm. um, and people were like, "Yo, how's how's Gail doing? Mm-hmm. Who, like, one Oprah, what you doing on TV? Like, <laughs> we know what you're here for." Oprah was like, "Oh, I came to, I, I have something to say to like help my best friend." <laughs> Which I mean, I don't fault Oprah for that. It's your best friend. Like, that's like if you were going through some shit and mm-hmm. then people were just like, I didn't, I didn't say nothing right. or, or then I asked about it and then I didn't say anything. Like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's suspect to me. Like if this your friend, just like the whole Jesse Smaller thing, that shit was blew up. It was a big mess. But a lot of people were like, at the end of the day, that's still my guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to trash him even though he did something wrong. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I kind of feel like that's what real friends do. You stand by your people, even when they do fucked up shit. But Oprah, I hope I hope y'all know that some of this shit it just look a little sus. Like y'all need to be fair with the interview questions and your documentaries and all that stuff. It can't just be black men that you're focusing on because it does look like you know you're coming for them. Yeah, and us. Know, yeah, us. Right. <laughs> um, 
Okay. Um, CEO Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. That's not his name. What's his name? His, his <laughs> name is Hans. Hans Berglund. Yes, Hans Berglund. Hans Berglund. The Hamburglar. Yeah, he was a, he's a CEO of this company called Valley. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I will because this uh, guy, because of the CEO doing this now, <laughs> basically. Um, but he uh, he was fired for, what was it again? So he requested an Uber. Um, he got in the front seat of the Uber and there was a young black student driving it. The student was like, hey, can you please get in the back? I prefer when people are in the back, you know, oh, personal. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then he initially did not want to get in the back and he was like, can you please get in the back? He said, um, and if you really don't want to ride in the back, I can just cancel the ride. And you can, you know, call call another Uber. Right. So then he finally gets in the back. I still be mad, though. Who? I mean, just get in the back. Yeah. Like, just, it's not that deep. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not that deep. So he resisted. He got in the back. He was still, like, talking junk. And so the Uber canceled his ride. He said, I just canceled your ride. Would you please just leave my car? Right. And that's when uh, Brother Hans got real crazy and um, called him a nigger and a fucking idiot. And uh, Correction. He said fucking nigger. Fucking nigger, yeah. uh, fucking idiot, yeah. and luckily for the Uber driver, he had a camera in his on his dashboard, so it recorded the whole incident. And um, yeah, Hans, uh, he he got fired. Yeah, um, it's so weird, man, because we see these kind of like stories every day where like a CEO or just any person, right, mm-hmm. um, just feels like the person that they're talking to. You know, usually when it's a person of color. You know, they're they, like we don't. We can see that they don't see them as people. People mm-hmm. and um, like they like kind of like some superiority complex mm-hmm. where it's like, yo, like I'm better than you. Like, what do you mean I I don't own the rights to your front seat as I'm renting this uh, lift lift ride? I'm like, dude, get the fuck away from me! Like, <laughs> right? You have no rights to anything. Like, I'm letting you. I'm giving you a service. Like, mm-hmm. I also exist. I also have my own uh, space and mm-hmm. bubble. So. For some reason, like, I wonder what it is that, like, when people get to a certain uh, point in their life or even, like, just mental state, mm-hmm. that, like, that gives them that thought process. And it's funny, too, because, like, if this was a taxi, a limo, or any of that, you would just get in the back. Yeah. Like, no one gets in the front of those vehicles. So, like, sir, just yeah. follow protocol. Like, I got fired, though, right? Who? The the CEO. No, no, he definitely got fired. He They uh, found him at his house, and he was like, this has ruined my life. You guys have ruined my life. And I was like, no, sir, you this is the life that- ruined your life. But mm-hmm. like back to your point about like access, I do agree with you. I think classism is a thing, right? Because there's lots of isms. The racism definitely was a component here. But classism is definitely a component. I think when you reach a certain level of like power or success, you get access to lots of things. And so sometimes if you're used to just getting your way mm-hmm. and then someone goes, no, like, Please do this. Yeah. Like, you know, some people, you know, they be like, what do you mean? Yeah. I can't do this. Like, yeah. I, I should be able to do whatever I Nobody want. Nobody tells me no. Right. And that is not how stuff works. You mean I can't put Sprite in the water cup? They're like, no. What's the, what's the problem with that? No. I can't breathe this in here? I can't do this? No. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. And so, yeah, it um it's unfortunate what happened to that student. But I'm glad for once, like, the company did the right thing. And they were like, yo, I just got to go. Slick, like, with the Papa John's guy. Remember, oh, like, yeah. when that when he used the N-word and Papa John's was like, you got to get the fuck up out of mm-hmm. here. Because um, it's not a good look for not just for business, but in general. Like, that shit ain't cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Oh, I mean, it's basically like a bullying tactic, right? Like, just, you, mm-hmm. like, it's the, the idea that I can get whatever I want. But I guess the, a lot of those people got where they are do, with that thought process. Mm-hmm. So, but it's kind of crazy. You know, what do you got to do? Speaking of um, white people in um, the Oscars, that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) That's a transition? (laughs) The Oscars. Speaking of white people, the Oscars. White people, the Oscars. Which is factual. Yeah. Um, The Oscars were so white again. They were white. Very. I watched it this time. Okay. Everybody be giving me stuff because I don't watch nothing. (laughs) Uh, I watched the Oscars. What were your takeaways? Parasite is a movie I need to watch, apparently. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. They won every damn award. And shout out to South Korea. Is that where it is? Yes. I gotta go to South Korea. It's, uh, I got a couple friends in South Korea. Bomb. I need to check it out. It's fire. You been there? Yes. Oh, snap. That's lit. Yes. What city? Um, I was in Kunsan. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
is it like is it like a, the views or like what's the, um I would why say should people go to South Korea? It's the people. It's not because I mean I don't the views. I don't think it's like a necessarily glamorous place. It's very like busy and crowded, but it's full of like life and culture and community, and it's very like in your face, like. To be honest, it was a cold shock when I first went over there because personal space is not a thing. Speaking of that Uber driver, you would have been in the front seat, the back seat, the middle seat, <laughs> the trunk. Like, it's just very crowded. And they love black people. Okay. They have a term over there, black brother, black sister. And the first time someone called me that, I was like, I will fuck you up. And they were like, no, 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 no. This is a term of endearment. We cool. Like, we we love you. Very, like, enamored, like, like, with our culture. It's like you, my nigga. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I love you. But it was, not like, Not my cool. as in ownership, but my as in, yeah, like, fuck with you. Like, pretend I, too, am black. Like, it's just, <laughs> but it was really cool. The The food is amazing. The people are so much fun. Like, okay. it's a cool spot. So, okay. yeah, shout out to Parasite. Yeah, so, um, the direct, the director of Parasite, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the whole cat, the whole movie is co- Korean, right? Yes. Oh. Korean? I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, you haven't seen so it. So I don't want to lie, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um but this is the first time that an international movie has won uh best picture. Yep. Um and like best picture. Let me what, what else other awards are there? Oh, it won best picture, best director, best international film, mm-hmm. obviously. Um the director during I think his... they also won best screenplay. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. They okay. Were, pretty much they won every category they were in. Yeah. Like I, mean, I Besides, like, the actors and stuff, which I'm not sure, like, how you don't win any of the... I don't even think they were nominated, any of the oh, actors. Now that, I'm, think, now that I'm, like, thinking back, none of them were nominated. Mm. That's probably the international mm. gap where some of the voters were like, nah, I mean, it was a great movie, but I don't remember. Right, 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 right. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joe King, your boy. <laughs> Joaquin? Yeah, Joe King Phoenix. <laughs> Joe King, he won, uh, won Best Actor again for The Joker. He did. Uh, Recipes, Heath Ledger also. Oh. But, um, yeah, he had a great speech. He was talk- he, He's been doing, like, a little, that same kind of idea of, you know, his speeches had, like, because when he won the Golden Globes, I think it was, mm-hmm. he had a speech where he was talking about um, not just being in our own bubble mm-hmm. and um, making sure that we, you know, get, uh, reach out and allow people of color and just different groups that, we usually like keep out and mm-hmm. you know don't really pay attention to, mm-hmm. um, kind of in the same vein of the Joker's character. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, actually. Mm-hmm. I definitely think like you know very reminiscent of like you know everything that people have been saying about Kobe, like the second act, like Joaquin Phoenix like was a mess like early on in his career, and yeah. I definitely think this like second chance because he definitely talked about like redemption and people giving him second chances mm-hmm. and how grateful he was and how in that gratitude he's able to like see. Like, all the things that he was participating in that are wrong. Right. And so, um, I definitely, like, give him props for, like, telling people, first, you have to recognize your privilege to really do anything about it. Um, you can't really speak on things that you don't see, that you don't believe. That you don't acknowledge. That you don't acknowledge. And so, um, it was a it was a bomb speech. He touched on a lot of things that were very, very, um, like, inclusive. And yeah. so, shout out uh, to you. And, I mean, I really wasn't rocking with him in mm-hmm. the beginning uh, when he um, kill, tried to kill... Uh, Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. I was not fucking with him. Yeah, I was really upset. I was like, "Dude, how dare you?" I mean, he will get his vengeance. He will in this world or the next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not gonna add Gladiator to the list. You I better, you seen it. You I gotta watch it, it like at least once a year. But um, <laughs> but no, but like shout out to Joe, Joe Keen. Uh, also, the Hair Love, the one black shout out the to black fuck, animated movie. Happy Black History Month. Yes, hair love. Somebody coming. Yes, hair love. Uh, the two writers they won for uh, best animated short. Yeah, so like I think what's today, twenty twenty, maybe like five to seven years ago, or something mm-hmm. like that. The creator or one of the creators, one of the writers, was like, "Yo, I got a dope idea for this animated uh, show." Tweeted it, mm-hmm. and then um, he was like looking for somebody to, like help him get it off the right, ground. Right. These years later, now he's receiving an Oscar. He was like, I have an Oscar winning idea. I mm-hmm. need somebody's help. Manifestation. Exactly. And I just love like how they said in their speech, it draws attention, not to just like, you know, representation, because we know representation matters and that inclusivity matters and diversity is great for everyone. But currently, like black hair is under so much scrutiny in like, you know, schools, mm-hmm. the media, mm-hmm. like they're like trying to make laws mm-hmm. to like, you know, talk about like how it naturally grows out of your your head and so I definitely think it's poignant that it won and that like people are just bringing more attention to like how like your hair matters 
black hair is like a part of our culture and you shouldn't be discriminated against because of the way that your hair looks right. or how it grows. When people say, you know, it looks more professional if mm-hmm. it looks this way and it's like, yo, mm-hmm. says who? Like, mm-hmm. who says another way is, is not professional? We talked about that mm-hmm. when I had them little finger coils. Right. <laughs> I remember when like, I had like all my crazy like blonde hair when it was really, really long mm-hmm. and I had finally cut it and I remember this guy that was working in the communal workspace I was in um, he was like, oh my God, you got, you cut your hair. I was like, yeah. And he said, it looks so much more professional. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have like a mullet. Right. <laughs> I was like, so sir, keep it moving. Yeah. Or even when the person was like, yo, you're looking kind of nappy up there on top to me. And like, my in the morning, I'm like, bro, like you haven't, he was like, and telling me it's time for me to get a haircut. Mm-hmm. Clint. You haven't got a haircut in three months. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Get out of here. You look like Fred, Fred Flintstone. That's here nor there. But uh, Put on some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cynthia Riva. Hey, what's up? I got her name right this time. You did. Hey, look at you. Hey, man. I'm one celebrity at a time. Um, <laughs> But uh, she did not get the she continuation of her EGOT. She did not get the Oscar. She did not EGOT. She did not EGOT. She ain't got an she Oscar. Ain't got an she ain't got an EGOT. She didn't get it. Um, but um, her performance was cool. Yeah, yeah. She was looked beautiful. She sounded beautiful. Like I said before, it didn't make me want to watch Harriet. Like, yeah, no, I'm over slavery. Yeah, personally, songs about slavery. I don't hate them. No, it was beautiful. Like three minutes, but you know, two it, hours. It gave me one like goosebump. Like yeah, I felt like, one. Oh, man, yeah. Because she does have look, a beautiful. Look voice. how far we've come. She does have like a really beautiful voice. Um, but yeah, I was kind of sad that she didn't get it because she, she would have been the youngest person ever to win. Oh, to have any guys. How old is she? Ooh, I think she's in her twenties. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't look. Um, oh, I was sad that not to see her with Lena Wade. With Wade, messy. For me, yes. How's that? Allegedly. What do you mean? Allegedly, I mean, you know, we Come don't know on, if man. they like actually, you know, did it. According to the tea, child, the tea was hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should I wait till it cooled down? Yeah, let me tell you. The block is hot. The tea Put is hot. Put a little honey in it or something. And so, you know, y'all, if y'all ever want to just come out and be a couple, I support that. Y'all be really cute together. I'm here for it. See, you trying to mess people up. I mean, she already getting a divorce. I mean, it's pretty much. <laughs> wait, are they getting a divorce? Yes. What? Yes. They just got married. Yeah, I know. I That's just, why the tea is hot. Bro, I was just watching a show with her and she was talking about how much like she loved her love person wife. and She's all this everything. other stuff. And yeah. you know, this is, Lino is the first woman her wife has been with. Wow. Yeah, I could have called that shit ending. Maybe she's coming back. Maybe she's coming back to men. Let's see what happens. Fucking hasbians. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, uh, speaking of the excellence of black people, yes. we have a B Award today. Come on, B Awards. Uh, it's Black History Month, hey, uh, officially. Blackity black. Like it was last time you guys heard the episode. But, um, <laughs> uh, but today, our Black Excellence Award goes to Dr. Mashudu Tassilfalaro. Yes. Is that it? Chifalaro. Chifalaro. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, what is this great black person giving us today that we are celebrating in his excellence of being black? So, uh, this B Award <laughs> recipient is getting the award because he successfully performed the first ever transplant surgery to cure deafness. Wow. To cure deafness. That's crazy. Black people are just so amazing. I'm always in awe when I read a story like this. One, because typically when you hear stuff about, like, you know, the first... Um, it's simply like the first black person to do this, the first black person to do that, because you had to navigate white yeah. spaces, which is still very impressive. You had to wait in line. You yes. Like, All right. Letting 10 white people go before mm-hmm. any black people go. Mm-hmm. Like it's a bouncer. <laughs> and it's tough, right? Navigating those spaces, which is like impressive. But I love hearing stories when like you were the first to ever do it and you just black. Yeah. You know, like that is always yeah. such a beautiful thing. Like you thing. happen to be black yes. on top of being the first person yes. to ever. Uh, I heard he, uh, I read that he um, developed a, like a, an ear bone, mm-hmm. like a middle ear bone mm-hmm. uh, using 3D printing. Amazing. Do, who was thinking about that? Using technology the right <laughs> way. Who, who was thinking about like, like, oh man, you can't hear? Give me like 30 minutes. Say less, I'm, I'm going to go in the back real quick. I'll probably make you one of them. Like, bro, what is this? I was like, this nigga was definitely at home watching A Quiet Place. And he was like, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. He's like the lady at uh, Willie's today. When I there was, they didn't have any nachos mm-hmm. on the menu. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, they got all the stuff to make nachos. I'm like, yo, lady, 
Can you make me some nachos? Oh, She's like, I got you. That's basically the same thing he did. Ingenuity. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You can't hear? Just hold on right here for a second. Just read this book. Right. I'm going to read right back. I'm just going to replace what's fucked up. It's, right. not, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so shout out to him. He got a B award. B awards. Black people, you're amazing. And uh, your award is in the mail. Just uh, reach out to us if you have any problems. Right. Fuck the white programming. We're beautiful. Everything about us is dope. Yeah. Retweet. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, let's see what else we got. What's next? What's next? Um, speaking of replacing things, yes. Um, D Wade's son has re- can't say that. Can we not say that? I, I, y'all, I wish we were recording this because <laughs> I tried to just jump <laughs> out of this studio. Can, I can't say that. No, go ahead. Say what, go ahead. Say what you say. <laughs> I, I would just go ahead. He's replaced his name. Okay. Because now um, she is Zaya instead of Zion. So, replace <laughs> you. Wow! <are. laughs> I didn't even say nothing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah. they're uh, D Wade, Dwayne Wade, and Gabriel Union's son, mm-hmm. um, Zion. Ha- now, help me out. Yeah. So um, uh, they, identifies. Yeah. Now I identifies. Identifies um, as a girl as instead a girl. of a boy. Yeah, and so um, she officially changed her name. To Zaya. Um, and I she could have came up with a better name. I mean, you know, she's, what is she, 12, 11, 8? We didn't say anything about that? Okay, well, go ahead. What was your... Look, you know, you have a beautiful name. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so um, I definitely um, loved how they have been, like, huge proponents of talking about, like, you know, just loving your kid unconditionally. Like, right. it's not always about, like, understanding necessarily, like, what your child is going through. It's more about just being there, being present. Like, children just want to know that their parents are there. And, um, of course... Backlash, mm. mostly from what gonna... the black community. What? Yes. What's the problem? Um, you know the black community is not a really. We need to do a lot more work when it comes to like inclusivity with what? the LGBTQ community. Dude, we came up with the whole alphabet thing. What are you talking? We we're killing it. We were looking out for the LGBTQIAD, etc. Well, no one else agrees. <laughs> <laughs> no but like seriously yeah, no, like yeah, there have definitely been people that have been like proponents like yeah that's a great way to like show your parenting I was reading this one Twitter remark which it just gave me like a really funny thought like this lady had posted um, you know what no this may not be a popular opinion but I don't agree like anything that God makes nothing's wrong with that like God made you and like to this sex he gave you this body this hair this this is this that's what you're supposed to look like and God don't make no mistakes and in her picture, she had on braces. And so I <laughs> tweeted underneath her, like, well, then take off them motherfucking braces, Jabber Jaws. God gave you them fucked up teeth. Why are you trying to change your teeth? Don't correct that. Don't if, fix it if, now. If God didn't make no mistakes. Put that soap down. Right. Go ahead and walk around. God made like dirt. That. Dirt don't hurt. Right. Like, take them glasses off. <laughs> blind ass walking or something. And then you'd be like, God, God made that wall. Whoa, now. Whoa. I'm just saying. Whoa. Take now, the contacts out. Take them contacts out, them glasses, don't get no corrective, nothing. Yeah. Because like it's really easy for people to say shit like that without looking in the mirror. Like you sitting up here talking about God don't make no mistakes, but you got on braces. So I, th- I was having a conversation with somebody and they like helped me realize that um Gabrielle Union was kind of like, I wanna say she was kind of built for this particular moment in her life, I think. Mm. Um with even Thinking about her beginning start uh, being in Bring It On. Mm-hmm. Um, her character was really the like one of the first roles to, to show the appropriation of black culture mm-hmm. because, you know, the white cheerleading team had took the black cheerleading squads, like, whole shit, right? Everything. So, and that was really, like, one that white people were watching and black people were watching. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, shit. We see this all the time. Right. Because, you know, we talked about that in, uh, like, when it comes to, like, old songs, like Elvis stealing, like, mm-hmm. you know, James Brown, just other Yeah, people's... white people stealing lots of things. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so um, kind of speak, so in that movie, she's, like, representing, speaking up for, uh, like, a, like, the underdog mm-hmm. kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, even when she openly talks about having been sexually assaulted in her past, mm-hmm. speaking up for, you know, just... Um, people that don't have that voice. Yep. And now she's in this position with when even she's had um, some issues with even birthing a child and mm-hmm. she has gone through like one or two, uh, you know, just several miscarriages, mm-hmm. I believe. And it was really difficult for them. Mm-hmm. So like it, it like for her to be in this situation now where her son um, 
is now directly one of those people that needs her voice. Right, right, right. Uh, and, you know, even Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, while he was one of the first, one of the only athletes to kind of have, like, you know, an like to have emphasis on his uh, his style and his dressing. I'm not mm-hmm. kind of trying to equate the two, mm-hmm. but, like, just kind of being like that, the person that's like, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing and have my own ideas. Right, and, right, right. Um, just... Do, do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, like, agree. And I also just commend them because I love how they, like, are also, like, and don't get it twisted, we're not perfect. Like, every day we still make mistakes, we're still learning, we're still educating ourselves. But the thing is, like, we're here, we're trying, and we're present. Like, you're supposed to love your child unconditionally. And so if you are not doing that, then maybe you shouldn't be a fucking parent. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's a... You know, it's it's really unfortunate and it's sad. I'm just thinking about all the parents that aren't that way. Mm-hmm. And, like, how many individuals, you know, go through life not being supported by, like, parents. Um, I see you raising your hand, sir. <laughs> um, and it's, it's incredibly, like, just unfortunate that people are willing to throw away those opportunities of love just because of a decision that has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. I think, so. I wonder if, and not even necessarily a decision because if if right, you, if you true, truly believe with like you know like like I'm gay like I didn't choose to be gay right I could choose not to like be open I could choose not to act on it I could choose to lie to people mm-hmm. um, but those are choices that I would rather not do correct just like you know um, trans people like they believe that they were born in the wrong like gender and sex and so they like you know are just being themselves by like I like revealing their true um, gender. And so, you know, like, you know, shout out to the people out here living your truth. You know, it's hard to be a motherfucker out here living your truth and whatever your truth is, because there's always a lot of ignorant motherfuckers that's going to have a problem with it, which I've never understood. Like, if you, like, are not directly affected by some shit, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, someone else, how they define their womanhood shouldn't, like, matter like how you define your womanhood, how mm-hmm. someone else is, like, living yeah, their life or their sexuality. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with the, the people you fucking yeah. You know, and so I just, I've never understood that. And so, you know, I commend them because a lot of black parents out here know they need to be doing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, I think that's it. Um, thanks, guys. This is the Audacity Podcast. And wait, uh, we got Warren Moman, Warren's World 18. That's me, Warren's World 18. Warren's World 18. And <laughs> you are. Shut up, Jamie. Space, space, space. Space, 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 space. Yeah, so definitely DM us, let us know, hit us up, ask us stuff. Oh, we do actually have a question. Okay. Someone DM'd and they wanted uh, me to read it. Oh, we do have a question. We do have a question. Okay, all right, fantastic. Let me uh, pull that up. Okay, so, um, hello, uh, I won't say your name. Thank you for submitting this question. Did they say don't say my name? They did not say don't say their name. Can we say their name? Okay, fine. Cool. So this question's from Trisha. Oh, um, shit, I know Trisha. Shout out to you, Trisha. Thank you so much for submitting the question. Okay, so here's it. Here it goes. <clears throat> question for you both. Oh, a twofer. Because podcasts both are... Both of me? Both of us, me and you. Oh, okay. All right. Because podcasts are personality-led, what part of your personality are you excited to show, and what part of your personality do you not want to show? Ooh, good question. Yikes. You want, uh, me, to go? <laughs> you want to go first? Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> uh, you said you want to go first? I will go first. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. <laughs> cool. So I think what I'm most excited about my personality to show is my sense of humor. Um, I think I show that any anyone that knows me knows that I love to have a good time, love to laugh. It's my favorite thing to do. Mm. Um, so yeah, this is just a way to like extend that. Um, what am I, what part of my personality do I not want to show? Mm. Another part of that, okay. a lot of people know I'm sad. I get sad often, mm. like a lot of the time. Like um, depression has been something I've been dealing with since like I was a teenager mm-hmm. um, and so like sometimes like I think that is harder to talk about um, because you know no one likes being sad it's not like fun it doesn't people don't go ooh let's talk about that sad shit right um, but I mean that's a very real part of my personality too so yeah yeah okay um, so I, the first part of the question was what is something that I want people to uh, get from me on the podcast. Is that right? Because podcasts are personality led, what part of your personality, part of my personality are you excited to show? Great question. Uh, I would agree. I will also piggyback off your sense of humor, but also I think my optimism is something I want people to see and, and gather. And because um, 
I'm a pretty optimistic person overall. Like, you know, no matter how, um, like, low sometimes, like, whether it be myself or even, like, friends of mine that are just, you know, talking about um, our, our daily issues or something, mm-hmm. you know, just always knowing that the next day can be better mm-hmm. and um, putting that out there, it is better already because, you know, we choose for it to be. Yeah. Now, if something happens and, you know, cause it not to be, then, you know, we'll deal with that then. But um, I think I have my... Optimistic outlook and um, let me see. The second part was what, what part, part of your personality do you not want to show? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> she had to add that last part. She did. She? Uh, let me see. I think um, sometimes let me see. I do like prefer. Uh, let me see. Probably my cynicism. With that being said. Mm. Um, I know it's like, you know, kind of wiping out the optimism part, but like there's a part of us that always have to, you know, we have to deal with real life all the Mm -hmm. time, right? Um, And I think there's a part of me that, you know, sometimes is cynical and just waiting and just thinking that, oh man, this is going great. This is going great. Yeah, but this can only last for so long Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of waiting for like the bad thing to happen. So um, I think that is probably one of the things that I would hope that it doesn't show because gotcha. I don't want to put that out there. Right, right, right. It just, it just is. Look at you being brave. Which part? Just, you know, owning, putting, that was a really hard question. Yeah. It I was know. a really good one. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you so much. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else that would like for us to read questions, uh, please DM us and we will do it um, on the podcast. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, do you have anything else? I do. White shit. I don't have, are, you, are we doing that? Yep, we are. So we really going things that white people do. They don't forget like the next part of their podcast. Do. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in that. No, just kidding. Uh, guys, it's time for white shit. This yes. is the time in which we discuss things that white people do. Yes. Uh, and today we have some white people doing some shit. <laughs> some white people shit specifically. What are they doing? Uh, I feel like I be nowadays. I'm seeing white people in the cold. Mm-hmm. No clothes on. None. Just uh, bare-backed, shorts. Open-toed. (laughs) Flip-flops. Sunglasses on, like they're tanning or something. Another thing, how are white people tanning all the time? Do they go on vacations just all the time? A lot of them do, yes. They have the luxury of... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, actually. Yes. Yeah, I was at the beach last week in uh, St. Thomas. (laughs) I'm like, Cool. Where's that? Where is that? St. Thomas? That costs $5,000 to get Fuck, there. How do I get there? <laughs> you I need want, a passport? I want to see it. So, um, yeah, I don't, I have always believed that white people did not get cold. I remember being in school and it would be like snowing and they would be out in like a polo, some shorts and some flip flops. And I was like, they definitely must be cold blooded. Like, like, don't give a fuck about weather, bro. They don't they like, don't, they don't be having no umbrellas. Unfazed. No jackets. I'll be uh, I'll be walking out with some of my coworkers, like going to the parking garage, no jacket. I'm like, bro, what you doing? I'm in the parking garage, nigga. You think it's a different degrees in the parking garage <laughs> than it is outside? Like it's an outside <laughs> parking garage. Like what's wrong with people? Like just just you know, I I actually will say I'm impressed by how you foolishly disregard the the, the weather. Oh yeah, I wish I could. Like because I would be sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like I'm fine. <laughs> I'm warm in here. In my mind. He's pointing to his brain. Everybody. In my mind. We're gonna get this video uh podcast. Oh yeah, episode. we're definitely gonna record some episodes. We're definitely recording a video episode um in person. Yeah, soon. Soon. So it'll be out. One of these days, Alice. For your viewing pleasure. Um also, you guys gotta make sure you look out for one of our future podcasts in which we're gonna have our guest attorney George Agbe and Jasmine Johnson. Yeah, we're going to have them on the podcast, um, two lawyers. So if you have any questions for us, for them, for us and them, us or them, or uh, if you just want to say something, just let us know and yes. we may or may not say it. Yeah, hit us up, submit your questions. If you you know you if you got some, some legal shit going on and you need some help, submit some questions. Mm-hmm. But don't be submitting like, all your shit because they, they don't work for free. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But we definitely will be uh, reading some of those on the podcast. Yep. Um, okay. Well, um, now it's time for the Let It Burn segment. Yes. In which we never forget, because obviously. <laughs> um, uh, what are you letting burn this week? 
What I'm letting burn this week is stomach pain. Y'all, <laughs> I have a newfound respect for mothers because if you have ever given birth to a child, that means you've had contractions. And I feel like I have been having small contractions since last Saturday. Mm. Um, It ain't no hoe. So I don't know, like, people out here, like, wanting to have babies, that blows my mind because contractions alone would be a no for me. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let stomach pain burn. Okay. Um, shout out to Imodium, Pepto-Bismol, <laughs> Ginger Ale, and gotta, gotta um, ginger ale. yeah, all of that. You have been my uh, shining light. I wonder how, like, who was the first person to drink ginger ale? I don't know, but God bless you for spreading the word. Because. <laughs> that shit spread like wildfire. Nigga. Yeah. Um, what about you? What? What are you letting burn? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't no stomach problem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um. I'm letting burn um, people pleasing. Mm. Uh, sometimes I find myself um, just always just uh, just like that's, that's what it is. Just looking out for other people sometimes more than myself, mm. um, and even to the point of like when I'm in different like settings, just always just agreeing. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, just like you know sometimes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm letting that burn, and because I'm. When I let that burn and, you know, decide to let do that less, I'm being more of myself as opposed to the people that I'm around, like, who they want me to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm letting people please and burn. I fuck with that. Word. Yes. And finally. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We, we're doing this whole thing, and yet we're not lighting any candles. We definitely did not light. I got a new candle right here, and it had a sale at Bath and Body Works. What's wrong? Nothing. I can't tell. You got a face? I Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, guys, if you guys got any lighters, yeah, we, we say this every uh, episode. Still need a lighter, Help guys. Us. Um, let yeah, it burn. Let it burn, guys. Uh, <laughs> and lastly, we got to let it burn for the podcast. Why's that? Because this podcast is lit. This podcast is lit. It you is know, lit. I was telling other people about it. I'm like, yo, I got a lit ass podcast. You need to check it out. They were like, all right, check it out though. Yeah, for real. Tell your people. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. You know, we love you guys. We appreciate the support, the questions, the comments, the love. Um, please be sure to hit us up. Once again, if you have questions, be on the lookout for our next episode. Um, yeah.